Welcome back to another Eat Speak podcast, everyone. The most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. You know, there is hot chicken everywhere. It's like hot chicken year. And here, right just a few blocks from the uh, the, the DFW.com Star-Telegram mm-hmm. Eat Speak podcast office in downtown Fort Worth, we have hot chicken at Buffalo. Uh, at uh, I almost said the other Buffalo. Uh-huh. Right? Buffalo at, Brothers, Buffalo Sundance Brothers, Square. Buffalo uh-huh. Brothers, that's right. Steve, you're kind of a Buffalo Brothers guy. I, I have turned into one. I've now tried every weekday special. So uh, I think the chicken enchiladas was the big surprise for me because that, that was like, uh, where did that come from? <laughs> We've only been doing it 11 years. So. Chef John Bunnell is our guest today. Mm-hmm. Chef John Bunnell, although this isn't Bunnell's restaurant, it's not fine dining or white tablecloth. It's a bunch of really good buffalo spicy food and well, talk about how that came about well thank you yes it is part of the bonnell's restaurant group it is our fourth restaurant in the, in the family here so ed mcowen and i are co-owners of all of our restaurants ed is from buffalo buffalo new york correct and he kept saying after we opened bonnell's together he kept saying you know if, if anyone ever did really good wings in this town we'd make a killing i said ed there's there's wings on every corner what are you talking about he said not one place does good like wings buffalo. So he did some buffalo-style wings the traditional way, and I said, I think you're right. And we opened our first Buffalo Brothers. We called it Buffalo Brothers because uh, he's from Buffalo, and people kept asking if we were brothers. There you go. Wait, so. And what amounted to wings done right? What's wings done the right way? And you've got wings and tenders. They were the, uh, they are the best, you know, uh, spiciest varieties of sauces, and you know, with the real, uh, you know, with the real sides and all that. But what, what made it sure. Buffalo done right? Um, bar food is very cheap if you and very easy if you want to just you know halfway do it. Yeah, we didn't want to do we that. See because, that all over town. Exactly, but we're chefs. We've both been to culinary school, and, and food is our life. So we wanted to do bar food from scratch, and we start by buying the biggest fresh wings only. So the largest and the highest grade and the good stuff, and we fry them to order, toss them in sauce right when it's time. We don't buy frozen. We don't buy the the little guys on sale. We buy the good stuff. We make pizza dough from scratch. We hand stretch our dough. We make our own sauce. So when if you if you put some time and some love into it, bar food can be awesome. And the tenders are good too. Yeah, you mentioned the pizza. I think the uh, most common reaction since the new Buffalo Brothers opened downtown at Fourth and Throckmorton. That's correct. At Fourth and Throckmorton is uh, I think the the most common reaction is gosh I didn't know their pizza was that good. <laughs> and so the, the, the pizza has been a big hit, too. Um, you know, when you talk about making it, you're talking about the sauces from scratch, the ranch, no. the blue cheese. Uh, the, the ranch and the blue cheese, we do make um, the sauce. We like Frank's Red Hot. That's, that is the that, traditional that's flavor. That's the definitive, yeah. And then we will, we will change the heat level of that by adding different things. Like our mild is just Frank's Red Hot, but when we get all the way to suicide, we're, we're pureeing some habanero and onion and, and adding some extra, extra heat to the mix there. The only thing that compares in this market, or did when it opened, when Duff's finally opened in South Lake, it was the only thing that had any bona fide buffalo history to it. And uh, I went out to Duff's, and I thought, okay, this is what it's supposed to be. And I, I thought, you know, I think that that what Buffalo Brothers does is take the buffalo bar quality and the Duff's quality, but do it with chefs and with with uh, with uh, you know real ingredients, and you know do it as if it were carefully prepared, carefully handled. You know, everything you know, is like bar food done better. Steve? I was uh, sitting at the bar, and there was a, a young couple with uh, a child, and they had this ton of food in front of them. And I was going like, wow, that's an awful lot of food. And they go, well, we're actually from Buffalo. And so uh, this is the only place that actually serves, you know, really Buffalo-style. Buffalo anything. Yeah. And so 
They said they always get extra so they can take it home with them. Did they have a beef on wet? Uh, I, no, they didn't have that. They, they did have a lot of wings and stuff, but uh, but they were like, I was, uh, you know, the beef on wet pizza is one of my new favorite things. Yep, that's one of our new ones at this location only. Uh-huh, yeah, no, okay, well, yeah, that, that, that is really good. I, you know, I took yeah. my wife to have it uh, here uh, this uh, last Monday. Monday's the half-price pizza day. That's right. <laughs> the Monday's half-price pizza Wednesday is... Wing and Wednesday. Wing and Wednesday, which is... Ten wings for five bucks. Ten wings for five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lines are forming outside. Right, and then the Thursday's the enchiladas. You seem to know That's us. right, Maria's uh, enchiladas. Yeah, and then uh, apparently there's an enchilada pizza I haven't tried yet. Yep, it's uh, pretty fun there just, on that day. Uh, and then uh, we have fish fry on Fridays. Mm-hmm. You can tell we're really happy to have Buffalo <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> tried, the, yeah, and they have a, have a pasta dish on uh, Tuesdays. Rigatoni yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, uh, the original lo- lo- uh, opened near TCU. It became a sports hangout. And what I noticed right about it's next to Dutch's. And Dutch's obviously has all the TCU history, the burger history, and all that. But what I noticed right away was that Buffalo Brothers really did feel like you were walking into a northeast pub. I mean, the paneling and the look and the feel of it, you know, felt like you were in some place in Syracuse and, and about to have a big schooner or something. Sure. We wanted it to, to really feel like a neighborhood hangout, a comfortable spot from day one. Not, not just fresh paint on the wall, but something that was comfortable and fun and have that New York feel. And over the 12 years we've been open, we've actually become a, an officially recognized fan site from the Buffalo Bills organization and the Buffalo Sabres. So we've got fans all the way from Oklahoma driving in. If you've never seen a Bills game at Buffalo Brothers, it's nothing like nothing you've ever seen Everybody's before. wearing their Bills jerseys. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of, it, it really is kind of a – I was in here during a, Bill, a Bills exhibition game the other night, and there were like Bills Bills fans who drove all the way in for the exhibition game. It was crazy. Well, you have like a huge mural that uh, has like a snowy uh, football game going on back there. Is that the – how big is that? So the, the mural back there is about, I, I guess it's about 70 feet across. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, a shot from about three years ago when they started playing Thursday night games, and it snowed over 10 inches during that game. So it's one of those great shots where you can see the players are all covered in snow. You can barely even see the fans in the stands. It just looks like white mounds behind them. It's one of those just you know true football games out in the driving snow. Did you go to Buffalo before you opened this, or did you trust Ed on everything? I trusted Ed McCohen on this. He is the, the, the authority on everything Buffalo, and his parents love to come down. Looking around, I had one question. How many TVs are in here? <laughs> uh, we have 90, 93 <laughs> big screens here at the new Buffalo Sundance. Can I, watch? I, I was feeling some heat off the, <laughs> off the Can screen. I watch that all 93 shows at once that uh-huh. I want to watch. I can, I can watch 93 different channels at once. Just make me a list. We can control all of them from one iPad. Can it's kind of fun. more than one Netflix and the same? You know, that, that's right. Let's say, you, I don't you, see you, why you not. You probably got them all. So, the, um, so what, I mean... We've got every network that we can get. Yeah, um, talk about what you'll run on a typical day or night. People come into Buffalo Brothers, either here or university, what do they find on the screen? If you get a seat at the bar, which there's 38 of them, so it goes all the way around like the bar at Cheers. It's pretty social. Any seat at the bar, you can see at least 20 TVs from inside the bar. We kind of did a double row on the inside of the bar and a double row of TVs on the outside. Plus, we've got a huge screen over on the side here that's 12 TVs put together, and we can configure that in different ways. Um, Anytime you come in, we're going to be showing sports channels guaranteed. We will have ESPN. Some kind of a classic will be on. You may see fishing shows in the middle of the day. It just depends on what's playing. We've usually got the the Texas Rangers will always be live when they're playing, and we almost always have the replay going the next day. We are excited about football season more than anything. College game day was the busiest day we've had yet. From 9.30 in the morning till 2 a.m., this place was solid. 
packed and watching Auburn, every Oregon, college game. Everybody, was it just every game that we can possibly get? We're going to have up. And if you request one, if you say I've got an obscure soccer match, I'm trying to I'm trying to find. If we can find it, we'll put it up for you. Hey, we can you always find the, one. Buffalo University made a list of best sports bars. Oh yeah, uh, it's been what two or three years ago now. I made a list of best college sports bars in America, as I recall. Yep, and we made the top ten list. That was kind of fun of, of sports bars to watch to watch well, a big game for people who've been around Fort Worth a long time. This is you know kind of the replication of the spirit of Billy Miners with sure. more TVs and, and sports. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just say uh, more more real sports and, and less uh, you know happy hour. Uh, Flirting around the bar sports probably. The yeah, exactly. Players, but, I, thought, but, I saw some game controllers over in that room in the back. Yeah, so that, there's a media room in the back that, uh-huh. that's sort of a stadium-style room where you where everybody's facing the same way. And if uh, there's a couple of Nintendo Switch units in there, if your kids want to plug in and play Mario Kart while you're eating, <laughs> that's not a problem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, now we always heard about Buffalo Hot Chicken. In the last couple of years we started hearing about Nashville Hot Chicken, Memphis Hot Chicken. You're a food guy. Dissect all the hot chicken for us. What, what's what? And we've got all this new stuff. You didn't have one of those sandwiches the other day, did? You? No, I didn't get one of the Popeye sandwiches. <laughs> I got to say that the putting spice on chicken is nothing new. I mean, Popeye's made an entire brand based on that they have a spicier chicken than new everybody. New Orleans chicken, they always have. Sure, they they put some cayenne in there, but the marketing has been just absolute genius. In the last few years, Nashville hot chicken became recognized nationally as a dish. I, I went to college in Nashville over there four years, and I don't remember having a spicy chicken. I, it didn't seem like that's you know what Tennessee's known for, but somebody put a brand on it and said this is Nashville hot chicken, you know, fried chicken with a nice cayenne pepper sauce, which sounds delicious. But people have been able to make incredible strides in their marketing and PR. I thought Popeyes did a genius. Absolute genius marketing campaign by saying we are going to do a limited edition chicken sandwich, and it's going to be the Popeye sandwich. They put out memes that were comparing, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A versus Popeyes and some of the funniest stuff you've ever seen. And, oh, you know what? Turns out we ran it. We were going to do it for seven weeks. We ran out of sandwiches after two weeks. I'm sure it was planned, but absolutely genius. (laughs) So you didn't try it? Uh, no, I did not. I did not get one. It was really good. I mean, it tasted. It did not taste any different from the spice on a regular Popeyes fried chicken. Sure. But it was a really nice fillet, big, a big sandwich. What I noticed immediately it was a really good bun. It was like a, uh, a maybe a pretzel bun or so. It was something something that held a big sandwich. It wasn't your usual cheap fast food bun. Sure. And, and so it was a really high quality sandwich. It was the kind of thing you would pay. 12 15 bucks for in restaurants sure. and, it, it and, sounds delicious and yeah. i've always liked the flavor of popeye's chicken and i would assume they would do a really good chicken sandwich but their marketing reminded me of back in the day when coca-cola changed to new coke and we had an entire summer with nothing else in the news stream and it was all about new coke and then now we're switching back to coke classic i was like you guys you guys are genius you you, you put out a, a chicken sandwich for a limited time ran out early and now everybody's trying to line up hoping it'll come back sometime did you get one of those steve did no you? no i did not get okay. one okay uh-huh. and now i heard that the regular they had two they had spicy and regular i heard that the regular was better than you know it's amazing that chick-fil-a has become the number one restaurant now behind mcdonald's the, the, we, you know, most of our lives burger king was the number two restaurant behind mcdonald's the last 10 years or so subway became the number two now chick-fil-a is america's number two restaurant i don't think there's even a burger king left in fort worth except for the zoo couple, I, couple, they, they've yeah. kind of disappeared on us yeah they're, they're that that whole chain's faded but the but chick-fil-a's <laughs> taken over and so popeyes was trying to 
to upgrade their own identity with a spicy product and kind of one-up Chick-fil-A with a regular product. Now, there's... Go ahead. I think you're right, though, that it's not just about spicy chicken from Popeye's. There are all kinds of spicy chickens popping up everywhere from Cook Shack to... Uh, Thai restaurants, putting spice on chicken has become a thing, and it's hot right now. It's it's absolutely you know the the talk of the town. Why is that? Is, are people going off burgers onto chicken? Is it something about not eating as much beef? Maybe it's the value. Maybe it's the news cycle. Maybe it turns into something different next year. But right now, uh, spicy chicken is riding the wave. Yeah. Hot chicken is hot. The uh, you know Cook Shack is the new restaurant that you mentioned. It's on uh, it's on University at Fourth or Fifth. Yeah, it used uh, yeah, to be the Lisa's. Cultural district used to be the, the Lisa's chicken. It's a, a, a new concept from a guy who was a former president of the Restaurant Association in Colorado who's trying to start a new concept here, and it's hot chicken and hot ribs. And the uh, hot chicken and ribs are both cayenne-soaked. Uh, you can get them in levels up to one to five. The chicken I had was good. The ribs were a little too hot. But, uh, I mean, the chicken I had was a good hot chicken. Then we've got this other concept, Rule the Roost, that is, is in Westworth. It's a uh, it's a little more of a fast food counter place, but Rule the Roost uh, is Nashville chicken from California, and uh, their hot chicken has so a Nashville chicken from, from California. Nashville chicken from California. <laughs> okay, just checking and that one. And their hot chicken has a little bit more of a Thai chili spice to it than a cayenne. And then of course we saw it at Deep Ellum Brewing across the street from Cook Shack. Their whole hot chicken is done with a Thai hot sweet chili sauce instead of with cayenne. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's like we've got Asian influence hot chicken and then Memphis hot chicken. Sure, I guess chicken has always kind of been known as a, as a value when it comes to protein. The U.S. puts out a couple of billion birds a week. I mean, there's no shortage of chicken and the price is always good and there's a consistent uh, supply out there. So it's kind of a blank canvas. And right now, uh, the heat is, is, what's, uh, is what's speaking to everybody. And I think it's fantastic. For somebody who doesn't want hot chicken or who says, oh, I don't want it hot or I don't want hot, I don't want hot chicken, chicken tenders or wings at all, we should talk about what else you have. Because a lot, like I say, people were most surprised to find out that you had good pizza. And talk about what else you have that is not uh, chicken wings. So besides chicken wings, even if you don't want your spicy, we toss them in sauce to order. So you can get your chicken plain or you can get your sauce on the side. But we are known for our pizza, wings, and subs, even salads. So we have all kinds of salads you can get. You can pick whatever toppings you like. You can add all sorts of stuff to it. If you want to do a big protein salad, we can make that. We have individual pizzas here, small pizzas, large pizzas, even by the slice. Lots of different flavors, tons of different sub sandwiches too something for everybody here yeah you have a uh, like four wings and one slice of pizza deal that i i, I, I like kind pizza, of a quick lunch yeah that's it you have a slice of pizza four wings and a drink you know like, like 10 bucks or 10.99 something like that it's, it's kind of the buffalo version of the soup and salad lunch right. there <laughs> one other point that i've made about buffalo brothers is that it's food till 2 a.m seven nights a week that's right you know, we don't we don't close year. and so if if you're in the service industry or you're one who gets off work late night and you're trying to find you something come out to of the eat show, you come out of the concert exactly uh that i know a lot of people at midnight you know you you either have the the whataburger drive-through or, or, or old south but yeah. now we've now we've got all the way till two we serve our full menu pizza wing subs beer the whole bar is open all the way till two every day i don't know anybody else that does that i think some uh, the burger grills serve till one i don't know anybody that's Serves their whole menu till two, seven nights a week. And downtown, there's very little that's open late night. You'll, you'll have a few bar scenes, but everybody's starting to close their kitchens by usually 10 or 11 o'clock. 
So we, we, it's kind of fun. You can see the entire uh, service industry here, and you can you can see which uniforms are sitting at which tables once they get off work. Well, it's real important. It's real important, you know, downtown, and for people who've just come in from a trip or a flight. Sure. You know, they come in, their plane was late, they get in, it's 11.30, they haven't eaten. You know, the Buffalo Brothers someplace perfect to go. So how many taps do you have? Uh, 72 beer taps coming from our keg vault over there. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are the big local sellers? You know, right now, um, every everybody still goes with with your standards. The Bud Light, the Coors Light, the Dos Equis, they sell like crazy, the Ultras. But um, we're really doing a lot of Martin House. We're doing some RAR. Uh, I'm a big fan of the St. Arnold's right now. We will rotate a lot of these taps, but the local local breweries are catching fire pretty well. Were you mm-hmm. surprised at the TCU game the other day? They sold out a beer. Uh, by halftime, and it was all that Miller and Coors was the big seller. I can't imagine in a stadium saying this is our first game having beer, not having enough beer. That just that, that, that that blows me away. That doesn't make any sense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you should probably stock up if you're going to have your first beer sale. Uh, we should talk about uh, your other restaurants and what else is going on downtown. You have waters here. I know Sundance Square has some big plans for kind of remaking the food identity, the restaurant identity of the plaza. Have you been part of that or talked to them about kind of what's what's happening around the Sundance Plaza? Sure, the plaza has a really cool event, uh, event space in there. Um, and the pavilion itself has been kind of redesigned. Um, Sasha Bass was behind a lot of it. She really had a new vision for it. And it's an incredible space if you've never seen it. It's full of all kinds of plants and landscaping it's just a gorgeous design and we've been catering dinners once a month down there just kind of showing the new pavilion to people and it's available to rent out it's a beautiful spot for like rehearsal dinners they have some plans to make to encourage restaurants to be more international or to have more uh, have more to more have more a broader appeal and even bring some different kinds of flavors we are going to see that obviously in the new worthington steakhouse exactly we're going to see a whole lot of new things downtown and i think it's super exciting i mean anytime the food scene expands i think it's better for all of us so sundance square just keeps growing and growing and the diversity of what they do is just incredible if you hadn't heard there's an eight million dollar renovation of the worthington underway it's going to bring in a, a new high-end uh, Latin steakhouse, not a gaucho churrascaria, but just a good high-end Latin-flavored steakhouse. That's in the uh, that's online on StarTelegram.com. It's in print in the Eat Speed column on Friday. You'll read about the the uh, Worthington expansion. Anything going on at Waters or at Bunnell's we should talk about? Well, at Waters, we are continuing to just absolutely up the oyster game in town. That's our favorite, is to show people all the different amazing types of oysters. We have six different varieties of oyster every day, and they always change and they always rotate. Anytime we get an oyster in, we're going to keep it for about two days, and that's it. We are turning them as fast as we can. We specialize in the Dirty Dozen, where you can get a dozen oysters, two of each variety we do and kind of taste your way around the waters of the world and see what you end up liking the best. So I that, just came back from a week in Portland, Maine, and I, you know, oh man. At, the, at, the, uh, at the restaurants there, you know, they would give you a map that showed you you have oysters from this inlet, this bay, this. It would show you, like the, the menu included a little printout map of the, where that day's oysters were from. You know, it reminds me of the wine game. You want to know where your wine came from, yeah. who grew the grapes, what kind you've got. It, the yeah. oyster game is very similar, and, it, and it's a fun one to play. So we, we've really been having a lot of fun with that. We just finished up Restaurant Week, which was another huge success. I'm looking forward to patio season, personally. Our patio is ready to go. It's a little warm right now, but uh, all it takes is one front, and we got fall, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's uh, like really hot right now, like the chicken, I guess. It's it, right. it really hot like the chicken. It's really, And so it's kind of hot chicken season. It's, it's a hot chicken year all the way around. Uh, uh, I don't Other food news, Steve, you have any other food news? H.G. Spy opened up in Trophy Club with this big, uh, it's, it's really like three restaurants in one. It's like H.G. 
Supply and their old Remedy and their downtown Dallas restaurant uh, all put together into one big place with a patio and games and the whole you know new concept uh, mm-hmm. you know, restaurant. It's a it's a it's a bigger HD Supply and it's it's away from the Paleo. They now have like a, a lot of, I mean the the most popular things there are the burgers, tacos, nachos. You know, the regular bar and grill kind Not of as much hunter-gatherer. Not as much. The hunter and the gatherer have been laid off. So, you know, they, they, they've kind of gone by the wayside there. I don't know what else is going on. Oh, it's Go Purple Fridays. A lot of restaurants in mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. on Fridays, if you wear purple, you get a free Chick-fil-A at a lot of restaurants. You have a Go Purple Friday deal? Uh, we have, kind of have Go Purple all the time. Yeah, Buffalo Buffalo Bros University, we've got a, a special for the students on, on Tuesday. So. Tuesday, okay. Yep. Oh, I want to mention Cajunville Kitchen on Alta Mesa is kind of a new little find. Speaking of spicy chicken, it's a New Orleans spicy chicken restaurant, home-owned, chef-operated. I'll write something coming up about Cajunville Kitchen on Alta Mesa, but go try their spicy chicken sandwich. Since you can't get one at Popeye's, you have a spicy chicken? You have, you do. Do we you have, have a spicy chicken? chicken. <laughs> well, over, you, yours is kind of a po' boy. So over at Bonnell's Restaurant, we have a jalapeno and garlic marinated chicken breast. It's got a great oh, little spice to it, I one of my to, favorites. That's I, off the grill. Uh, I won't tell Shelly that. She'll want to leave me and come come have that all the time. <laughs> there we go. And then, obviously, Buffalo Brothers. I mean, we've got spicy chicken in a whole lot of ways. Okay. Well, if you weren't in the mood to hear about chicken, I'm sorry. That's what the, the whole deal is now. Everybody's talking about chicken everywhere. I'm sure we'll be talking about it all fall. We'll find out more about Richard Sandoval's new restaurant at the Worthington. We'll find out more about uh, later this year, Wicked Butcher opens at the Sinclair. That opens uh, both, of, both the Worthington and the Sinclair John Bunnell, you tell me if this sounds practical. Both the Worthington and the Sinclair list their restaurants as opening the week of Thanksgiving. That sounds pretty difficult to that me. but sounds very daunting to me. So <laughs> we'll see about hotels opening for Thanksgiving you know, uh, and, and uh, whether they're able to deliver on that. We'll see whether they do it. We'll round up all these new openings and what's coming next you know, every week. Be sure and tune in on the next Eat Speed podcast. And uh, follow us on Twitter at TX Weekend Chef for Steve Wilson. I'm um, Eats Beat, and follow us until next week. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson.